Welcome to the Friends with Benefits podcast, a business podcast about revenue generating partnerships, not a podcast about business time with friends. We're your co-hosting couple. I'm Jason. And I'm Sam. Welcome to the show, friends. Hey, hey, friends. Welcome back. We're super excited because we're doing something a little different today for two reasons. One, we have our first repeat guest, one of my favorite people, Mr. Mike Davis. Um, Back on episode five, if you missed that one, you missed big time. But don't worry, it's a podcast, so you can go back and listen to it again. Um, It's also going to be a little bit of a shorter episode today. Um, because we have a big event coming up that we wanted to just quickly chat with you all about. So, Mike, thanks for joining us again. Yeah, welcome back. Good to be back with the Yarborough's, uh, as always. And uh, yeah, excited for Dreamforce. Awesome. Yeah. So when this is going to post, Dreamforce will be about a week away. And for those of you that are going, it can be a really overwhelming event for sure yeah it's it's definitely the biggest of the big the super bowl of all events really but uh, i'm gonna jump in with a quick question but before i do that i gotta i gotta ask you a question mike we're doing these shorter episodes they may become more of a thing like i wanted to call them quickies (laughs) okay quickies uh but i got vehemently shot down what's your thoughts on calling these quickies i i think quickie with a friend works (laughs) Amazing. <laughs> all right so those of you that are listening let us know your thoughts yeah. if we did a, a shorter one-off episodes every now and then like 25 minutes total and called them quickies you know i think that's that it kind of works with the whole vibe we're going for here i don't, I don't know yeah. we'll go back to the drawing board anyway i've done dreamforce once it was a mega event i'm i'm unfortunately going this year it's a sam's trip but uh I've only done it once. Mike, how many years have you been going to Dreamforce? You know, I, I'm not sure. It's like 11, 12 years, plus or minus one. It's definitely double digits now, um, which is cool. Um, and then, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's been good. Uh, last year was the first one kind of like post-pandemic. Um, and this year will look uh, a lot similar to last year's, which last year's was great. So I'm excited for that. Man, I think you've earned pro status for sure in double digit yeah, like, dream. You get like places. a secret club or a handshake or something as a result. <laughs> or like a little badge, like a like a double digit badge. Yeah. You get like a, a diamond ring with Benioff's, you know, head in the center of it. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> and this is your first with advisory, yeah? First with advisory. Yeah. Last year we did a couple of events with advisory because conversations were ongoing, but acquisitions take a while as it turns out, even, even small ones. And so first one with advisory. So super excited for this, that aspect too. Nice. Okay. So there are a lot of ways to do Dreamforce. Um, I want to talk to you about a few of them. So let's say that you're an individual, you're there on your own, boots on the ground to represent your company. How do you make the most of your time and get the biggest return, in your opinion? 
So, Mike, there's quite a few ways to do Dreamforce, as we know. And because you are a double-digit expert, I wanted to get your thoughts on a few of them. Um, so for those people who are listening that are going as an individual representing their company, so they're on their own, boots on the ground, in your opinion, how do you make the most of your time and get the biggest return? Yeah, so if you're representing your company solo, that would mean you're without a booth, no happy hour, no meeting space, um, just kind of going. So first thing I would say is all three mornings. So um, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday mornings, um, book uh, a breakfast with like, and, and these should be your big, like big swings. Like these should be your top tier people that you want to meet with because everybody needs to eat breakfast. Uh, and most people haven't thought to fill out that portion. So uh, the first step is I would start with uh, the most important meal of the day, as they say, and um, meet with them, um, offer up to meet with them at their at their hotel lobby restaurant, uh, make it super easy for them. Um, and it's a great way to start your day uh, really, really well, both with breakfast and with a good meeting. Um, and then the other thing is, <laughs> the other thing is just to set a set a realistic target. Um, I think it's realistic to have five set and completed meetings per day at Dreamforce per day, meaning Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Um, Thursday always kind of peters off. So um, at least completing 10 to 15 meetings should be realistic for you. Um, and, and to figure out who to meet with, like you can use a couple resources. Um, one, you can use the sponsors list, um, so because you know, those folks will be there. Um, another option is for you to peruse, uh, the speakers list, um, and understand which customers, prospects, partners, um, are going to be speaking there. Uh, so you can go up, connect with them, watch their session, um, and, uh, Make sure you budget some time to hang out and, and wait for them to come off stage so you can ask them a thing or two. That's awesome. Let's say you're someone like myself. I'm kind of known for just suitcasing events. Like just, oh, there's a conference going on in San Francisco. I'm going to casually be in San Francisco. How, uh, you know, how would someone like myself kind of, you know, really try to maximize uh, the time there and, and, 300,000, however many it is that's there. Yeah. So if you um, don't have a badge, if you don't have a badge, if you don't, if you don't have a badge, I mean, the, the breakfast tip is obviously valid. Even the who is going to be there because this year they're estimating plus or minus 40,000 folks. So it's not like the whole world is coming. It's just like the most important part of the world is coming. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Most important part uh, of our world. Yeah, our world for sure. Um, but like, you still don't know who's definitely going like on all the conversations that you're having where you suspect somebody might be going to Dreamforce over the next week, like ask them if they're going to be there. Um, but, uh, that, that, that customer or that, uh, speaker list is a good option. Um, and then I guess, I mean, thinking out loud here, if you did it last year as a suitcase, you could go back and look at your calendar from last year, see who you met with, see who it makes sense to reconnect with this year as well. Uh, and then there's a is, bunch of different... Go ahead, Jace. Is, is there a central place that you can just kind of serendipitously end up, end up at and just kind of 
see any of the who's who or what's going on if I just wanted to kind of hang around? Huh. I mean, you get a, hmm. the only place that I've ran into a bunch of people, what's it called? The Redwood Room. Um, it's a, oh, yeah. it's a, it's a bar. That's a pretty good one. Anywhere else you're going to be kind of hit and miss, but, um, and there's lists out there of parties. I think Salesforce Ben does it and most mm-hmm. of them are free. Although by the taping of this, like I know our party that we're sponsoring is already, uh, kind of booked out. So, um, it might be a little bit too late for those, uh, suitcase attendees. <laughs> Yeah, um, I would say, and, and I'm just going to chime in here too, any of the like hotel bars or bars near, definitely check it out. Like last year, the Four Seasons was definitely a hangout place for a lot of people. So just if you can grab a table at one of those close places and you don't have a badge, then you still have a great thing going for you for don't sure. Don't leave that table. The whole week. <laughs> Live there. The whole, the whole Bring week. a sleeping bag. <laughs> Okay, so you say you're with your team. Say that you aren't necessarily sponsoring Dreamforce, um, but you are holding some sort of happy hour, like you mentioned, or some sort of ancillary event. Um, how do you make an impact there? So say that you also aren't like a sponsor of Dreamforce. You don't have like a badge scanner or something. What do you suggest for these type of people? Yeah, so one tip um, that Sienna Quirk, our head of marketing, um, I think she's credited. I, I got to figure out if this is her or not, but I think she is. Um, she gave a really good suggestion. Um, and if everybody listening and watching can pull up LinkedIn on their phone. And if you, I'm so this. glad you're going here. Cause I didn't know this was a thing. <laughs> um, click on the search bar and there's a little QR code now in the upper right corner. If you yeah. click on that, it You'll brings up your own um, QR code. So there's mine if you want to connect. Um, but take a picture of this. Uh, you can save to photos, actually, so you don't have to take a screenshot. And then, like, even consider making that your, um, like, background for the week if you want to kick out your significant other, um, which I will be doing. Um, sorry, Jen. <laughs> uh, and, and just have a really easy way to connect. I think that's, like, a good low-hanging fruit tip. Um, but the team aspect is interesting as well. And I'll, I'll give credit again to Sienna. She's organizing our team who's attending, who doesn't have a booth, but has some offsite space and, and, uh, a party that we're sponsoring. Um, we have all of our list of targeted people. We have people who have requested meetings. We have people who we're targeting and each individual is assigned to someone at advisory who's attending to reach out to, to meet with them and the purpose of the meeting. And so it's really just getting organized and making sure you're not double hitting people, aligning the the most uh, useful person on your team to reach out to that person. That's Love solid. that approach. Yeah. I like that. Assigning the uh, attendees. Good stuff. Um, so let's say I'm a partner, head of partnerships, partner account manager. What, you know, from the partner to Salesforce partner aspect, what are the must do's uh, for, for the partners? Um, I think it's switching up a little bit of who you're trying to meet with this week. Um, a lot of folks will 
see a Salesforce conference and naturally gravitate towards trying to get time with Salesforce account executives. If those account executives, because there's about 10,000 Salesforce AEs globally, um, or 10,000 sellers globally, and RVPs and AVPs and all the way up above them. Um, But it's a bad week to meet, meet with them because if they're there, if they got one of those coveted tickets, it's because one or more of their customers are there. And so they're going to be orchestrating their agendas. They're going to be escorting them around booth to booth. Um, they're not going to want to talk to a partner that week. And so you, you as a partner manager who cares about partnering with Salesforce just needs to adjust your strategy a little bit. Great week to meet with uh, system integrator partners if you're on the ISV side or vice versa. If you're an SI meeting with ISV partners. And then uh, if you do have uh, uh, a badge for the event, um, some folks don't know or haven't realized that Salesforce has booths um, on the Cloud Expo floor, and all of those booths are actually staffed by sales engineers. And so they'll have a manufacturing cloud booth, they'll have a Slack booth, they'll have everything GPT booth, um, and all of those uh, people working there uh, tend to be sales engineers. And so it's a really good spot to go up, especially during downtime and, and connect and ex- uh, explore what it, what a partnership looks like there. That's good feedback. The only other thing I'll add there is if you are going to try to reach out to a Salesforce AE, yeah, you're right. First of all, none of them are going this year. <laughs> They're like very few and far between. Um, bring your wallet and offer to buy them and their customer dinner or drinks or whatever. Make it about the customer for sure. Um, Mike, what is Partner Lodge? I honestly don't know. I've never uh, been. <laughs> it's at the, it's at, what is it or where is yeah. it? Yeah. What is it? Um, what is it? It's, uh, I mean, they kind of did it last year as part of like, it was part of the bigger lodge, um, in Moscone West this year it's in at the Marriott Marquis again. Um, it's just a where, uh, a place where they have like booths, um, with partner specific content and sessions with partner specific content. Um, and that covers both like all types of Salesforce partners, but it's a, it's a dedicated space um, where it's, it's all focused about the partner rather than like kind of intermingled with a bunch of other sessions. And so I do expect some folks from the Salesforce partnership, uh, function to be hanging around there. It'll probably be a great place to, um, meet with those people to make it easy for them to say yes, because they'll probably already be, be around there. Um, but yeah, it's at the Marriott Marquis. So it's super close. Um, you do need a badge to get into it though. Got it. Okay, well, hot tip there. Uh, All right. Sam, you've been to a bunch. How many have you been to? I've only been to one. Oh, wow. Last year or before? Yep, last year. Because when I entered the ecosystem, we were deep in COVID. So there were no dream forces happening. But Mike, I also thought she'd been to more than one, and I live with her. So, (laughs) (laughs) What was your your top lesson learned? I think think last year is going to look a lot like this year's. Um, yeah, I mean, my top lesson learned was it's so big that you have to, so funny, this is what I say every time I talk about the ecosystem, but start small, because if you try to boil the ocean at Dreamforce, unless your name is Deloitte, you're going to fail. Um, so be very 
very succinct with your asks, just like you were talking about, like know who you're trying to talk to, get those meetings ahead of time, make it easy on the customers, um, and then be everywhere that you possibly can. I also think that the magic of Dreamforce is if you just show up and are open to like being at the right place at the right time, things are going to happen for you. Um, as yeah. cheesy as that sounds, like I'm telling you, the four seasons, great things happened there last year. <laughs> Um, you must just grab anybody and have a conversation about building something with Salesforce. No doubt. There. Yeah. And I do, I will say Salesforce, Ben, that list of parties is kind of a goldmine. Um, it's also super helpful on like wh wh who they're targeting at each party. So you can look at like industries and whatnot. Um, we personally are sponsoring the Circante event this year because we went last year and it was great. Um, so we'll be there all year or, or all week. Um, nice. but yeah. Okay. So earlier in the week, advisory hosted a webinar called ditch the scanners, but not the leads for Dreamforce." We've talked about a few takeaways. Is there anything we haven't mentioned that you think people need to know? Um, I, I, I love talking about this stuff. I love sharing like, uh, and, and teaching new things to consider. Cause it's all about doing the fundamentals. Like everybody knows if you put in the work early, um, uh, that uh, the event will be more fruitful for you. Um, the only other tip that I would offer to folks other than like setting up meetings, being intentional, all that stuff is uh, one tactic I think I came up with. I, don't, I haven't had many original ideas in my career, but I think this one might have been. Because um, you're, you're, if, if you do your job, like we're talking about, and you have 15 meetings, like, shit, that's a lot of follow-up to do. Yeah. yeah. And so what I started to do a number of years ago is on the flight out when I'm bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, I pull up my calendar and I write all of my follow-up emails in draft form. Obviously, like the details of next steps are blank or light, um, and the details of what was discussed are blank or light. But it just gives me like a boom, boom, boom draft list um, so that when I'm on the flight home, I can finish them, or when I'm back, um, I can finish them. And so I in the um, in the webinar you were referencing, I, I share a lot of what I shared, some that I didn't, but um, this concept of like running before or sprinting before the event, running during the event so you can jog after the event. Um, and if anybody's like a cyclist, um, like when I bike, I always try to pick routes where I do the work in the first half. Um, so like go uphill in the first half so I can go downhill uh, to, to end the ride. I think that is so valuable and not thought about because it is definitely a marathon. And if by Thursday you're not tired, you didn't do it right. So <laughs> setting yourself up for success at the end is brilliant. Yeah. When, but when this airs, I'll actually be at inbounds. I'm actually like taking some mental notes of like how to get the most out of that. Cause I feel like it's kind of the same level almost. So yeah, it's a very timely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Fantastic. Well, we're going to close it up here because Dreamforce is coming right up. So you should stop listening to this podcast and start booking meetings. Um, if you don't, if you don't follow Mike yet on LinkedIn, please do because he's always posting great tips like this. I certainly have learned a ton. Um, Mike, I'll see you at Dreamforce. 
I can't wait. Um, thanks. You, thank you both. And uh, have a great weekend. We'll see you out there. Thanks, man. Thanks, everybody. Appreciate Bye, Mike. It.